narrative is funded by viewers like you. Support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative. It may be time for the segment uh, that we've been working on, or you've been working on. The Pantheon of White Winers. Need some music, but there we go. Uh, so this is uh, Nina's nice idea part. of uh, who's you like the you like the graphic. I quite like it too. Nice um, fun. That's very nice. So we're gonna go into the, uh, we're gonna go into the pantheon and uh, we're getting bugged driving up and down the same <laughs> old strip. The right we're gonna find it. I'm sorry, that's the whitest music that I know. <laughs> um, so we've got five new inductees plus more, a couple of nominees into into here. I'll go one at a time, and these are no no particular order. But uh, number one in the new pantheon of white winers is Mr. Oh, Josh Hawley. Yeah. I yeah, think so. Well, I think he deserves to be there. Tell us why Josh yeah. is, is an inductee well, look, this week. I mean, look, Josh is, Josh is um, he's a fake populist. His daddy is a banker. He went to Stanford and Yale. Um, and, um, you know, he's supposedly concerned about the trampled rights of voters who he knows <laughs> who he knows did not lose by fraud he knows That's they did funny. not lose did you, and uh, he's personally worried now about being geolocated that's oh, why he's yeah. asking Ray those he questions really yeah. nervous. And he was yeah, terrified yeah. this Wasn't is a guy beautiful? who is going so to come to regret he's going to come to regret and you can you can almost hear the whining already but he's at, he's at, he's at, he's quivering right now yeah. he's in, oh, yeah. he's in that pre Kavanaugh hearing stage when Kavanaugh's yeah. sort of cuz we're using Kavanaugh as our um, kind of the, the benchmark <laughs> the right? benchmark for who and belongs into the, the pantheon full, the full white minor tantrum the full tantrum. Yeah. I mean, never go yeah. full Kavanaugh. Never go full. Kavanaugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have chosen the different picture. I should have I've chosen the one with the fist. But I, uh, maybe next time we'll get a new a new statue of oh, yeah, of guy, Josh and, and tough guy and tough guy went after the ACA as AG of, of Missouri. Oh like, yeah. Like the people of Missouri don't need health insurance. You know. I mean, how is he going to go back I, and answer I that? To, I went to college not far from there, and I can tell you that is that's where they made deliverance, and there's a reason why. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard of this guy before today. Ooh, um, yeah. Who is this guy? He's very white. Oh, he's Federico uh, <laughs> Klein. What a great oh, name! No, he's, he's not Federico department. Klein. He's not no, Federico. Federico. No, no. This is a... uh, well. I'm gonna get a few. Someone, one second. Uh, oh, I don't know who that is. Then I think it was Joe, somebody or other. He was. Uh, oh, you said. Oh, is him, it Luke it, Coffee? It's Luke Coffee. There you go. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Joe, sorry. We didn't. Yes, this is Luke Coffee. Coffee. Actually, a younger age, apparently. Luke Coffee. Yes, lovely, lovely guy. Um, he is the uh, the Texas one of the one of the upper middle class Texas insurrectionists who went home after breaking into the Capitol with his pals and knew that the FBI was looking for him. So where does he go? To a luxury Texas Hill Country resort <laughs> owned by owned by one of the fellow travelers who wasn't there but who thinks the whole Capitol riot was a joke. And he lets mm. he lets uh, nice little Luke stay with him for a couple of weeks um, until he um, he you know the FBI is hot on his trail and he's unrepentant unrepentant to the last. Then he turns himself in eventually, and the Texas Monthly article 
has a final phone conversation with him in which he's quivering and saying, I'm, I, I know that I brought shame onto my family. Um, so, you know, that's good. At least he has some recognition of that at the very has, end. Yes. He has some hints of humanity. But, yes. But, you know, hiding out at the, at the luxury, uh, I mean, that's, you know, that's the rabble that Trump, the true rabble, uh, the, uh, behind this insurrection, uh, are these, these pretty well-heeled people. Well, we were re revealing themselves as people who, who don't believe to objectively complain about. Yes. And they don't, that's think a really good point. That's a really good yeah. point. That, that yeah. it's not a socioeconomic thing. These are like yeah. upper middle class people, not poor people rising up or something. But are we sure that's really him and not like The Bachelor uh, next season? It could be. He might be, he, he might be on like the new right wing TV network. He, he might be. They're doing a Bachelor. No, because he was he was an actor. He's a TV. Yeah, he was an actor. He was in the. Uh, he was in some has, TV so he show. He has an IMDb, and he has probably got. Uh, done headshots like that. for many years ago that must be his okay. headshot from the yeah. 1980s okay. he doesn't so really look like that another, anymore here's another here's another whiner uh you know t tucker is um you know he's 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 running for he's he's running for um what well he and sean hannity are kind of um running for the the white male weeping media madonna <laughs> um kind of He's a Nazi, they're, they're, actual Nazi. They're Nazis, and they're stepping into the roles that, you know, were filled by the long-lost Rush Limbaugh and uh, dearly departed Roger Ailes. Um, oh. You know. Uh, the amount they, of lies uh, these guys here's, spew here's, every night. Here's Tucker, here's Tucker right after, right after the, um, uh, the white supremacist, uh, the, the, right after the government decides we're going to go after the white supremacists, the white supremacists, there's, there's now going to be a war on the white supremacists. He says, innocent people could be hurt in this war. They <laughs> usually are. There could be collateral damage in this war, and the casualties will be Americans. Oh, boo-hoo-hoo. They don't think they need to face any consequences. That's the thing about all these insurrectionists and these people on Fox and maybe it's just generally white people in, in America. They don't feel like they ever will face any consequences. It's they just haven't. <laughs> they haven't before. So they can basically get away with anything. And we've sort of let them get away with everything. And that means that they believe that they're the real Americans. I mean, it's sort of this getting away with crime, a la Donald Trump, a la everybody else, sort of makes everyone feel well, they're superior because they they must be superior. They face no consequences. So it's no sort of like a it's feeding on itself in a way, in some ways, and it's kind of a real problem. Yeah. When did he get rid of his bow tie? Us? I feel like if we just circulate pictures of him with his bow tie, the MAGA people will turn on him. Because the I bow had the tie same question. I had the same question. Right? I'm like, where did <laughs> yeah. the bow tie go? When did that? Yeah. Know, sometime in the Trump years, he took it off. I feel I like if I feel like we can we can. We, whatever that moment was is when he turned. I yeah. feel that. Wow. I really yeah, probably. Do. That's probably the mm. day and the time. By the way, um, Nina, people are desperately asking me about your wainscoting uh, and how gorgeous it is. And, uh, <laughs> an and I'm like, house. yeah, and I, I don't know what kind of wainscoting it is, but maybe you can let our, our viewers know. Yeah. So they, it's they, very old. It's, it's, it's an that, old house. It's just an old oh. house. It's, not, no. it's yeah. a very it old cannot house. be bought. It can't, can't be, bought. be bought today. Oh, oh you really can good. buy wainscoting. I, but it looks like no, that. Apparently, it's fantastic. Yeah. Apparently, the wainscoting is fantastic, though. They really are. It's and you can get a, uh, one, of, one, one of the patrons on a narrative has offered a free bottle of sheep's milk if you ever come by. 
should you should you come up there by their part of the way? I'll send you the details. Maybe you can oh, explain do. the Wayne Scotting. Uh, final yeah, okay. f- final inductee this week to um, to the pantheon of white winers. Franklin Graham? Yeah, it's Franklin, Franklin Graham. Oh, and, you know, here's, oh here's the deal with Franklin and, and really all of them. Yeah. But at, we, Christoph Fascist. Here's, here's the thing about the white evangelical Christians of America. They're compl- they constantly complain about how they're under attack. They, they're, that's, it, in fact, it's kind of a, an organizing principle for them. Uh, you hear, you know, Jenna Ellis, Trump's uh, lawyer. Oh, I forgot about her complaining about, you know, the Christians are under attack. Uh, we, we can't, you know, and, and so here's this guy. And I, let's just think about this for a second. White, well, millionaire, absolute millionaire, very well-to-do people. They are the most defended human beings in human history. <laughs> White American Christians are the most defended human beings in human mm. history yeah you're right yep. they're they're safe they're the safest and most defended people in human history i have to keep saying that because so what does he do and he is second he generation out. too his daddy second yeah. generation yeah. he he has all this power that he could actually be using for good we, we're in a crisis oh, we're in a we're christian christian knees. good Christian good. The nation is on its knees. There are yeah. people lined up in food lines. Yeah. There are people in hospitals. There are people who can't get vaccinations. He could be doing all sorts of good. What is he using his megaphone for? He's whinging about the possibility that they're losing their, quote, religious freedom in the Equity Act, which the Democrats have have, um, Quality Act. have, introduced, have introduced to counteract the outrageous uh, Supreme Court decision that Hobby Lobby won, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, allowing people to to sort of not follow statutes related to public health if they were, uh, obs- you know, uh, objecting to gay people or selling of contraceptives or so on. This is what he's using his megaphone for, and I just find it. He, he absolutely belongs in the pantheon of, of white winers this week. Why yeah. Why are these guys that are, have, like, the, the religious institutions seem so filled with gay people. I mean, there's lots of priests that are gay. There's lots of, you know, you name it. There, there's just lots of gay people in, this, in those institutions. Why are they the ones that are the most critical about um, any LGBTQ rights and the most offended by this Equality Act? I mean, it seems They're like they should be self-loathing. They're self-loathing because They're of their religion. Because of religion. You know, they're hiding you know? something. They're hiding something. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, oh, they want to maintain a system, basically. I heard that you know the reasons uh, the reasons why the Lubavitch guys are against it is because they they have to have integrated lunchrooms or something like that. Well, have integrated lunchrooms. Yeah. It's fine. It's twenty twenty one. You can do that now. Um, you don't have to stay all boy on one side and all girl on the other side. But I guess they think they should. Hey, I've got oh, one more. Yeah. I left him out almost. Uh, Tom Cotton. We've discussed oh, him. Already. Yeah. Fuck you, Tom Perfect. Cotton. Fuck you. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's all that traitor. Needs to be said about Tom. Anybody yeah. that's right delaying the Merrick Garland thing is a fucking traitor. Right. Period. Well, Full said, fucking stop. Or guilty Fuck of Tom the God. insurrection. Antifa. Uh, and, <laughs> and that brings us to the end of tonight's pantheon of white wow. winers. There they are, your new inductees. Yay. Yay. 
We'll do the segment again one day. Um, we have one more thing to talk about tonight, and that is the brilliant Kavanaugh segment or, or series of articles that featured in the Prevail uh, publication that uh, our brilliant Greg Oliar does. Greg, talk to us about Brett Kavanaugh. Um, Brett Kavanaugh's bad. So, yeah, Lincoln's Bible and I, and, and uh, she, she sat this one out, but um, she said to say that, remember when you showed the picture of all those horrible people that were the MAGA people, that she calls them the unfuckables. So we should <laughs> acknowledge <laughs> <laughs> and also that Jared is smart enough yeah. to pay lawyers and actually listen to them, unlike yes. Trump, who pays only lawyers who tells him what he wants to hear. That's that's the difference, right? So Lincoln's Bible and I worked on this on this Kavanaugh series. I think it, it winds up being something like twenty four thousand words, which is really oh, long. Kind of long. Um, I read maybe it's not. Rivers. Maybe it's twenty two. It's long. Okay, it's a bear. And uh, we we dropped the last installment today, which is sort of the summary. And if anybody missed um, the first four, today is a good one just to read because it really wraps up nicely the stuff. I wrote about Kavanaugh. I had a couple of pieces about him in 2018 during the during the um, confirmation process. Um, it's there's echo now. I know. I don't know why the echo showed. You think it's me? I think it's you again, but I can't see. I'm going to take it. I'm going to, I'm going to mute everybody so you can talk. Okay. Um, okay, I'm not echoing. Good. Okay. Uh, in 2018, I wrote a couple of pieces about Kavanaugh specifically dealing with his finances. And then, you know, we tried to do whatever we could do. He wound up getting confirmed. We sort of tabled it until the Democrats took over. Now the Democrats are here. So it's time once again to focus on Kavanaugh. There's only nine people on the Supreme Court. And one of those people is compromised. Uh, the title of the piece is Who Owns Kavanaugh? We still don't know. Um, going back and researching again and doing a deeper dive into this, first of all, his finances are even more fucked up than we thought in 2018. There's crazy shit going on. The down payment of the house happened in uh, 2006, right? He got... Uh, he plunked down a down payment of almost a quarter of a million dollars. He did not have anything close to a quarter of a million dollars on his person at that time per the disclosures. So he somehow got this money, plunked it down, was able to get a mortgage. The mortgage is for $950,000, almost a million dollar mortgage. The guy was making $62,000 a year. And his wife wasn't working. because was, I'm no mathematician. You cannot pay that. No, the, no. The, the mortgage payments alone were more than he made for years. Not the taxes, not the insurance, not the groceries, not the, the country club that he belongs to, this and that. Just the mortgage was more than he made in a year. Okay, more than he took home in a year. That happened right before, like months before, the first time he gets nominated to be on the court for the D.C. Circuit Court. Fast forward, and he goes through this other stuff, and now he's accumulated all these credit card debts. He's we, we don't know because there are bands of debt on the federal disclosures, but he's anywhere between forty-five thousand and something like one hundred and fifty grand something in credit card debt over years. Right before he's about to get nominated for this thing, like within you know six month span, it just vanishes, just poof, gone. Must be nice, yeah. And the explanation that he gives is, oh, 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 some friends and I 
went in on baseball tickets and I bought the tickets and they paid me back and it's totally fine. This is what friends do. And it's like, dude, you can barely afford to pay for your house. How are you buying season tickets to the fucking Nationals games? Why would you do that at all? And like the whole thing was crazy, right? So, and that was right before he was nominated in the Supreme Court. So he had two basically influxes of major cash right before he goes on a, on a judicial court. And it may be that his dad gave him the money. His dad got a, his dad was a, um, a lobbyist, a corporate lobbyist for the toiletry goods uh, lobby and did that for years and was very, very well to do and got, when they pushed him out of that job left with a like 13 and a half million dollar parachute, golden parachute. So he could have easily given him the money, but we don't know this. Nobody Why wouldn't told he us. say that? He should have said it that then. He didn't say it. Maybe he maybe he could skirt around it, but he never said it. He never answered the question. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really make sense anyway, because if the dad and Brett Kavanaugh is an only child, if the dad who has a, I presume his house is paid for and all this stuff, the dad suddenly finds himself with thirteen and a half million dollars. The son wants to buy a house that's one point two. Just buy it. And, and you hold the mortgage. Don't involve a bank with the doubt. It's just weird. This guy's guilty of all sorts of, of badness around his finances. But why finances should we pick strange. this fight right now? Why should we pick this fight right now? What? Why now, why now are we going after Kavanaugh and all these other guys versus all the other fights we can pick in the world? Why this would we go after him? Yeah. The problem is Leonard Leo. I wrote a piece about Leonard Leo a couple weeks ago. Leonard Leo is the basically the eminence grease behind the Federalist Society, the Beckett Fund, which is a legal fund that financed the Hobby Lobby defense, Nina, that you were talking about before, um, the Judicial Crisis Network, and all these other LLCs and PAC, Super PAC, and 501C, whatever the fuck they are. He's the dude that sits in the middle of it like a big fat spider, you know, with, with his stuff, trying to get his judges there. He's really good. He was good friends. He's 56 years old, so he's not it's much younger than I thought. He's he was good friends with Scalia. He's great. He's really good friends with Clarence Thomas, and he put five judges on the Supreme Court. Five plus Thomas makes six. There are seven Catholics on the Supreme Court right now, counting Sotomayor. That's insane. That that doesn't represent. I'm Catholic. You know, it, it, it's not a religious thing. It's like it needs to be spread out and diversified. It's very, very odd. That's how successful Leonard Leo has been. And his big thing, Leonard Leo's thing, the reason he wants these judges on the court, he wants no abortion at all. He wants no choice for women at all. That's his thing. Because he has some fucking stupid third grade idiot idea of what that means. Okay? He's a guy's a more the guy thinks he's really smart and he's a fucking moron, Leonard Leo. We've we talked about this last time. Mm-hmm. Okay. He wants no choice at all. He wants no LGBTQ rights at all, and probably also no contraception at all. Well, most of the country wants those things. And you left out most. no democracy at all. I mean, Not really, many, most. So the only way he's getting what he wants is to overturn, is to is to create a a, 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 a despotic government here, and that's right. what they're there to do. And they are behind all Kavanaugh, the suppression laws in all the states right now. They're the ones pushing yeah, all these what? attempts to suppress voters' rights in all the And, if, and they're going to sail by with this court. And mm. Brett Kavanaugh, there's a thing. Moscow Never Sleeps, who's a contributor on Prevail, wrote this. There's a th- Rehnquist wrote um, a um, – I forget the word. The, uh, commi- it's a thing that you Dissent. write in the law that 
no, it's not a descent. It's a it's a sidebar kind of piece. I can't remember the word. It begins with a C. Um, that he snuck into one of the things in 2000 while they were trying to swing the vote and steal Gore's vote for Bush in Florida. Um, and in that, it basically argues that uh, the Supreme Court has the right, the legal right to take over and impose its will whenever federal elections are involved on a state level, which applied to the furthest extent means that the Supreme Court can, in theory, according to this thing, um, tell the states what to say. No, Pennsylvania, you're not allowed to do that. In fact, um, no, Biden didn't win because tra-la-la, Trump is the guy, whatever. That's what they want to have happen. But they they refused to trigger that. Yes, they refused this, to trigger it, but Kavanaugh, that. They Kavanaugh the put it in the pipeline. It's in the pipelines now. They want to. They have very long view. These people. Mm-hmm. They're trying to put it in the system so that it's precedent, so it eventually becomes law. The, the long view. These people look think in terms of centuries. Okay, they want. This is what they want. So it's a danger. This guy is a danger, and the court does not represent America. It does not represent the population at all in any way demographically uh, at all. We're not a country uh, of right-wing weirdo Catholics. That's not what we are, you know. Is is Gorsuch a Catholic? Yes, they are all, seven, seven of nine are Catholics, six of nine are involved with this Leonard Leo Opus Dei thing. I don't know if they're in Opus Dei, but they're all involved with some, you know, my word would be radical, fundamentalist, whatever you want to call it. There is no word for it, okay? But it's there and it's true, and that's what these, that's what they are. Roberts and Thomas and um, Alito and Gorsuch and Kavanaugh and Amy Covid Barrett, okay? They're all in this group. So will they eventually break free of it? We don't know, but Kavanaugh owes money to people. Somebody gave him money. If it's his parents, we need to know so we can be like, okay, it's your parents. It's cool. And by the way, it's not just the money. If you read the piece, he perjured himself like a fucking lot, like a lot. Mm. And he's involved and has been involved for many years with the dirtiest tricks that these right-wing operatives do. He was involved. He was in the Kenneth Starr thing. It was Brett Kavanaugh's idea to be like, hey, um, Clinton didn't really do anything that wrong, but he lied about the blowjob. Let's get him on that. It was Kavanaugh's idea to be like, let's hit him on perjury for this thing that really doesn't matter for national security. Let's ask about the blood. Let's ask. Let's bring in the Monica Lewinsky grand jury testimony. Let's talk about the cigar and the cum stained dress and this (laughs) awful stuff. Right. These moral, these high moral people are going to bring all this stuff in because they wanted to get him on perjury. So, okay, if you want to get Clinton on perjury, Brett. It works both ways, motherfucker. Okay, he it appears to work both ways. Yeah, it should work both see, ways. Yeah. It Does it really? The devil's triangle is not a drinking game. The devil's <laughs> triangle is two dudes and one lady in a sexual congress. That's what the devil's triangle is. Boof does not mean fart. It means boof. It means butt fuck because b u f u combined at boof. That's what boof means. Brett Kavanaugh, which he damn well knows. Okay, that's how he perjured himself. No, there's a there's other ways too. You got to read the piece. He knew damn well that that Kaczynski, that Kaczynski attorney, the judge that was his mentor, had this. You know, was was a creep because everybody knew he was a creep. Every people at Yale Law School, three thousand miles away, who never met the guy, knew he was a creep. 
Brett Kavanaugh somehow didn't know he was a creep and didn't have this email uh, mailing list where he sent out dirty jokes. Does Brett is Brett Kavanaugh the sort of guy that wouldn't want to be on a mailing list that got dirty jokes? No, he'd be the Brett guy. Brett Kavanaugh first who wrote up about roofing and Devil's Triangle. And he'd be the first up there. He's his ta- his humor is so refined <laughs> that he wouldn't want his good buddies' dirty jokes sent to his email. Come on. No, there's a, and there's the shit that he did when he was in the office of legal counsel for Bush 43, the torture memo. He lied about the fucking torture memo. He was involved in those discussions. He said he wasn't. Those documents that show this are put away. Trump wouldn't release them, blah, blah, blah. There's reporting on this in the Washington Post, by the way. This isn't us speculating. He knew about it. He was involved in the discussions, and he lied about it. He probably lied about the Kasowitz thing, um, even the calendar, okay? Remember, he was like, well, I have this calendar from high school that shows that I wasn't at the, the calendar. He didn't produce the actual calendar. He showed a PDF, okay? And if you go to the page, you could click the link. Somebody on Twitter, God bless him, is a... And you know, no stuff about Adobe, and looked at it and was like, "This is this is a doctored thing." Yeah. You know, it shows signs of being tampered with. This well, there was PDF, no FBI investigation either, right? I mean, there was none. The FBI investigation was shut down because when you investigate something like this, the guy who says what you can and can't investigate is the president of the United States, and right. Trump was not going to allow an investigation. The other investigation that we don't know about is who hacked uh, Doctor Ford's email. We don't know that. The FBI was investigating that. That fell off a cliff. Um, We don't know, but Brett Kavanaugh's good buddy, Mark Judge, swims with these sharks. By the way, who worked at the Daily Caller, Tucker Carlson owns Nina. So Tucker's involved with this shit, too, right? That scumbag, okay? They know hackers. These people know how this stuff works. So Brett Kavanaugh is a dirty operative. He's in debt. And we don't know to who. Somebody paid off his things. He perjured himself a lot. And, oh, yeah, by the way, he, um, you know, got drunk and sexually abused some people. And that his work is not done. I mean, Leonard Leo's work is only just, you know, it's still ongoing. They will continue to suppress voters' rights, and they will try turn this country into something that looks... Anything, anything but a democracy. They'll try to turn it into some sort of, you know, uh, I don't know. Will they do the Supreme Court? They're going to they want to overturn voters' rights. They want to overturn voters' rights and turn this place to tyranny. Yeah. That's what they want. So this is more important than anything. The and they're doing it right thing. now in every state in the in the country. They're doing it right now. They're trying to suppress voters' rights, at least ones they control. Um, so everyone needs to fight for that because that's happening as we speak. We need more Supreme Court justices. We need like 81 Supreme Court justices. Yeah, I think so. That would that's be the best way. To get, to... That's why you need to get behind D.C. statehood and Puerto Rico statehood. Yeah. I wrote about exactly. this. D.C. Exactly. statehood mm-hmm. Absolutely. is the obvious, it's the most obvious way for the Democrats to show that they know how to wield power. They can, they can put that thing on the, uh, on the floor of the Senate. They can do a carve out. You know, if, 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 uh, if Schumer wants to, uh, and, you know, the, unfortunately, he won't because he's not going to do any of those things and he's not going to get rid of, of, uh, of uh, no, I mean, nobody's going to be able to get Kavanaugh off the court now. Um, you, you know, in order to get more people on the, on the bench there, you have to have somebody who really knows how to twist arms and stand up to the, 
to the uh, to the force of social media pressure and all the money on the other side that is backing this push for tyranny. We need leaders like that. Where is the leader in the in the in the Congress who's going to do that? And yeah, you, don't see, you don't see all they need to do. The, you know that the, the first sign would be put D, make DC a state. You're mm-hmm. still not even close. If you make DC a state, you're still not close to where we need to be. Yep. And and DC should be a state. In 20 years, 70 percent, 70 senators. Wait, sorry. In in 20 years, 30 senators are going to represent. Sorry, I'm saying it backwards. <laughs> 30 senators, 70 senators are going to represent 30% of the country. Wow. That's how lopsided the Senate's going to be. Let me just say it again. 70 senators will represent 30% of the country under Mm. the law and and under the way that they, because we don't have, the population is not divided evenly among the states and all the states get two senators. And if you're not going to make D.C. a state and Puerto Rico and Guam and all of the other, then what are you going to do in 20 years? Right. It's Democrat. the only thing you can do, yeah. is really, especially D.C. Nina, you are, you Nina, are how many votes? You are a minority-ruled country already. Right. And, we're going to, and it's Nina, only going to get worse. How many votes do we need in the Senate to give D.C. statehood? Hmm. Well, if they have to, they'll filibuster it. So you got to get to, you'll have 60. to get. No, no. But do you do, do you only need fifty-one, or do you need more? You you need you need to get you have to get you can no they can do it with they have to carve out against the filibuster they have to do a oh, oh no no that's all that I I, I wasn't sure oh yeah then we have yes. to yeah get, get Klobuchar yes. in they there they have to do a carve they have to do a carve out they have to say. Yep, we know we're going nuclear here, but just for this one thing, we're going to put DC on. It, it's, it's, you know, I mean, DC has more people than some of the states that have senators. Mm-hmm. It has a larger population. Puerto Rico so, would be like 14th, I think. And Puerto Rico, there's a lot Puerto of people. Rico Puerto wants Rico. to be Puerto Rico and wants to be, be a state too. Especially after everything they've been through. I mean, well, that's the way you you balance out the bench. Absolutely. And I don't know if the Democrats have have you know what it takes to wield power. It doesn't seem like they doesn't know seem how. Like they know they how to do it. Remember how? And they have the Senate now. They have the House, and they have the presidency. Let's get a move on here. They haven't passed a single major bill yet. I would like Klobuchar to get in there. Is what I would like. Yeah. I would like Klobuchar to be the. Yeah, Senate Majority Leader. I was, I've been enjoying Sheldon uh, Whitehouse on on all. Oh, Sheldon oh, Whitehouse great. should run for president. Oh, yeah, he's, he's really, so really. I would cast. They're going to have to change the name of the place where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> Narrative is funded by viewers like you. Support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative. <laughs>